Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Hustle Points NBA show. I am your favorite pro 2K gamer boy, Rudy St. Clair, and joining me today is uh, NBA YouTuber MJ2K All Day. How you doing today, MJ? Or is uh, that how you would like me to uh, to address you as MJ? I just, just, you can call me like MJ. MJ is good. All right, MJ it is. You doing all right? Yeah, just super tired, but doing all right. Gotcha. Yeah, you can, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at NBA underscore Rudy. Or you can tell me I clearly don't know basketball. And uh, MJ, where can the people find you uh, other than your YouTube channel? Uh, find me on Twitter at MJ2K all day and Instagram at MJ2K underscore all day because somehow MJ2K all day was also taken on Instagram, which I have no idea how, but yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, maybe someone's just waiting for you to send them the DM and offer him a couple hundred bucks for the handle. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I, I'm good. You know? <laughs> well, uh, so uh, tell me, MJ, how did your uh, basketball fandom first begin? Do you have a uh, a single point of origin which you can uh, you know turn back the clock in your memory to, where you can envision yourself first falling in love with the game of basketball? When I was growing up, we got a, a basketball hoop uh, in a driveway, like you know a lot of kids do, and. I think I was like seven, six, seven. And so me and one of my friends in the neighborhood, we would just kind of play basketball. And then I started watching basketball and I was watching mainly two teams, uh, the Knicks, because uh, I'm from New York, New Jersey area. So the Knicks kind of were the relevant team. New Jersey Nets, awesome, cool, but Knicks were, you know, the big powerhouse. And then the Lakers. The Lakers really just because of Kobe. So I remember trying to do these, like, crazy, you know, fadeaway shots like Kobe did, pull-ups and everything. And that's what kind of made me fall in love with the game. Not not the dunks, not the crazy handles, just the footwork on the jumpers. It's really weird for, I guess, like, I guess a seven-year-old kid to say that, but that's what made me fall in love with basketball, to be honest. No, yeah, that's perfectly understandable. Everyone has their uh, their own different little intricacies of the game, which they yeah. can appreciate more than a uh, more than others. Like, uh, I know for me yeah. personally, growing up uh, in middle school, I had absolutely no idea how to shoot a jump shot. I mean, my my form was more <laughs> broken than Sean Marion, and uh, so I spent years just kind of fine tuning my jump shot. So now, when I watch a game, yeah. I always just you know pay a lot of attention to people's shooting mechanics and things like that. So I can totally relate. Oh, of course. Hey, Sean Marion was good for a little bit. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, for a little bit, you know, like just, just a tiny bit from three. Just, I don't know, maybe two seasons maybe? like. <laughs> yeah, I think he had some success on the Mavericks and uh, towards the end of his son's, son's days. But, uh, you know, I wasn't super hey, active. Hey, good for him. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. With that shot, good for him. Yeah, so uh, you're uh, from New York. So do you tend to root more for the uh, the Knicks than the Nets? I know you said you kind of followed both. But is one strongly uh, preferred over the other? So I grew up in New Jersey, so I was always following the Nets, you know, with Jason Kidd, Vince Carter, Rich Jeff- Richard Jefferson days, you know, when I know people think Lobsey was in the Clippers, but I would beg differ and say that it was on Nets with those three. But I really my main team was definitely the Knicks over the Nets and Knicks and Lakers. 
it was just because my dad watched more of Knicks and MSG was just more popping. So that's the reason why. I gotcha. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, speaking to the limited number of you know New York basketball fans, which I have, that seems to be the case. <laughs> just uh, a lot of people refer to Madison Square Garden as one of the key differentiating factors. I've uh oh for sure. I'm I'm curious. Uh, how do you feel about Barclays Center since it's a you know relatively modern, considering uh you know the point of origin of your fandom compared to yeah. the origin of the stadium itself? Have you been to Barclays? Yeah, actually, uh, I go to uh, NYU. Uh, I go to this in New York University, and for our move-in day, like you know, orientation week, we actually went to Barclays. That was like our introductory speech. So I've been to Barclays. It's it's a nice place. I think it's done a lot more good for the community than people realize. Because remember, Brooklyn was not that great, and they gentrified it. They made it better. They got it's a pretty nice place. Like if you drive through it now, they're like really nice houses and everything. So I think Barclays is great, especially with what Jay Z did and for the hip hop culture. I think that was really good. But MSG is just classic. I think that's the reason why everyone wants to have their best game there. So. It's hard to compare the two, but I think Barclays has done good for the culture of the NBA, I would say. That's interesting. That's interesting. I've, uh, you know, I didn't even realize until very recently that they had that green top. <laughs> the, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, de- it's definitely I'm like, weird. Like, what is that doing there, right? Out of yeah. nowhere, just like, hey, I'm, I'm, we're just going to have some random green turf looking top. For basketball, like what? <laughs> yeah, like, like you know, like it's, it would make maybe it would make sense if you had maybe soccer going on in there, football, something else. But <laughs> basketball, where there's literally no grass, no relation with green, your team color is not green. <laughs> I, I don't know what Jay Z was. Th- I, I, I really don't know what they were thinking, to be honest. I, I feel like it's good for the earth somehow, but maybe I just see green <laughs> and I assume that, and I'm more ignorant than I'd like <laughs> to believe. <laughs> it's good for the earth. Like, <laughs> what is it? Is it, is it is it if it's synthetic? Thir- it's just, oh my god, synthetic turf. It's definitely not giving you any O two. So I, beats me. Maybe tax. I don't. I, I really don't know. But it, it looks cool. You know, it's it's like it's one of those things where you're like, oh, it's there. It's cool for like one second, and you just disregard it. That's 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 it. It's a gimmick, I I would say. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I just need to do more research into it. I'm sure it has oh, some definitely. sort of purpose. It has to have something, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it turns out Barclays Center is just a greenhouse. Uh, it's a greenhouse, like warehouse. Like it's just literally just four <laughs> plants. <laughs> it was it was just an undercover basketball arena, but really it was just to to raise the most rarest plants, like. Mm-hmm. You know, find an article in like 20 years is just like how that would be a video you know how how the plants the the rarest plants in the world helped the nets win a championship i feel like that would be a weird quirky title yeah you could just uh it'd be a good april fool's day video for you for sure yeah <laughs> for sure uh, have you uh have you done an april fool's day video yet i know you've uh, only no, ran the channel i don't years. plan on doing it I'm, I could do something. I might do like a story, like a YouTube story. That's April Fool's like type of thing. But mm-hmm. a video, like I don't know. It's too much effort to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, like I mean, you have to per, you have to make it look real enough, and then have April Fool's at the end, and that's just a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, the best pranks take the most work, but, I mean, if you're not a prankster at heart, I, I guess it's just not worth yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel, yeah, I'm not trying to be a prankster on YouTube, especially after the algorithm killed the pranksters off. I'm trying not to be, <laughs> be a prankster. You yeah. know, that, that, I, I, I don't want my channel to die really quick, you know? Like, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. For sure. So I'm a, let's talk about your channel a little bit. How did you uh, first yeah. make the decision to start an NBA YouTube channel a couple years ago? I see that your, uh, your oldest viewable video on your channel is titled uh, Two and a Quarter Million VC Pack Opening Diamond Pool yep. NBA, NBA 2K17 yep. Pack Opening. Uh, was that actually your first NBA uh, yeah, YouTube Yeah, it's video? actually my first. I kept my first video up because it's just funny to look back at it. So that is actually my first video. Uh, so I, yeah, I started... I like a lot of guys playing NBA 2K, and the reason why is because of Chris Move. Chris, you know Chris Move, right? Like the OG. Of course. The, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so Chris Move, I remember uh, watching him when I was 13, like in middle school, and we had this project of where we had to show an evolution of technology in some ways. So I picked 2K, and I showed, like, I got this whole recording set up with, like, it wasn't, there weren't even Elgados, I think. There was like the HP, I don't even know, Poppage? I think something called that. Some weird thing that I don't think is even in existence now. I used that to record 2K like gameplay and then stitch it together into a montage for this class. And I was watching Chris move. And no one knows this, but at 13 years old, I recorded a 2K gameplay like of my career in a high pitch. Yo, what's up? Like, I don't even know what, what, <laughs> what my voice was. But higher pitched, just stuttering, pausing, ma madness. I, I, I would say it was horrible, but I recorded it with, you know, you know those uh, ear pods that come with the iPhone? Of course. Like, yeah, so I used those back when iPhones had a headphone jack. You know, you know that <laughs> we have to, yeah. I think, I think when this goes down in history, we'll have to be like, yeah, remember when iPhones had headphone jacks? You could just. <laughs> plug it in yeah yeah so th using that was as my advice i recorded one never edited it and then just never did anything with it fast forward to when i'm 17 so now it's just two years ago i decide no what the heck just 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 do it at this point it's senior year you know i'm in college there's nothing really going on let me just do it so i got a bunch of my friends we did a pack opening at the end of 2k which is probably the worst time to start a gameplay channel for 2k because it's the game's dead uh we opened 2.25 million vc we pulled in some money together it was already a tradition at that point to do pack openings together but this time i decided to record it and we pulled only like one diamond spoiler only one diamond and two over two million vc so i had fun doing it and then i just kind of decided to do more 2k videos from there mm -hmm. and then I transitioned. You remember the Jimmy Butler trade to the Timberwolves? Man, that's so far ago. The <laughs> Jimmy Butler trade. To, when everyone was like, every, every Bulls fan in existence was, yo, how did you trade Jimmy Butler? What is going on? You fire Gary Pat Like, packs, every, like, you know, the hashtag fire packs, you know, everything. Oh, yeah. All that. I just thought, yo, I don't think it's that bad, to be honest. I think the Bulls might might do good with that they get they get the seventh pick they get zach levine who in my eyes was very similar 
to uh, a scoring Kobe in terms of just the mentality of just going on scoring. I found that Zach Levine at least had that definitely not the game style, like like his style, but just in that mentality, he was already showing some promise of scoring. I was like, Hey, and you're going to probably get Laurie marketing because I was projected. I was like, that's not too bad. And so I made a video on that. And then that was the video that I think hit 10,000 views. And from there that propelled me into talking about the NBA. That, that one video of just having a little bit of success, and I felt like it was kind of fun to make, that pushed me into the NBA YouTube space more than the 2K space. Right, for sure, because I definitely think they are distinct. Uh, 2K videos have a lot more uh, noticeable, specific type of feel to them. You know, they feel like video game YouTube videos. Where yeah, like- so it – and also – that's what I've recently been doing more. Like recently in my content, I've been kind of mixing uh, video game feel aspects randomly throughout informational like type of content. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I found a synthesis of like recently. But yeah, you definitely when you're watching an NBA YouTube video, you're it's a different feel, and also typically it's way more hype. I, I would say like in a 2K video, but that doesn't mean necessarily it's better. It's just it's just more energy, but sometimes you don't need that energy, you know, for for a video. You sometimes need to be more calm, relaxed, and have energy in, in different parts. But yeah, you can definitely tell <laughs> a difference when you see two uh, K gameplay in the background versus real clips. Yeah, you can uh, you can look at like a guy like a Dom Two K's differences and his uh video style. Oh yeah, yeah, a, sure. His second yeah, channel yeah. is like the laid back gameplay overlay, where it's like almost like a podcast style, just talking yeah uh, really not like a too intricately edited video yeah his barbershop series yeah precisely yeah it's yeah. like that difference between a laid-back uh, video game style 2k video versus a uh, an nba opinion piece where you know you got to really sell your point of view and try to make it convincing yeah and then on top of on top of that like like you could say you don't have to research a lot you know with a 2k gameplay or even talking about just as in like a in a, the way Dom does it with a barbershop, you don't have to research end on end. You can just kind of spit one on your mind and say, "Oh, I don't know this." May look it up, or I don't know what you guys think. Like, no, you could do all those things, but you can't do that with if you're trying to convince someone. No, they they would roast you alive for that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh yeah, I mean, I've read all I read all my comments uh, to this day, mm-hmm. and no matter what points you bring, this always gonna get roasted. No, like you could make the most sound argument in the world, which I think I did once. Um, when in my video when I talked about you know why the Lakers are losing without Lonzo Ball, and I made it the argument about his defense specifically and how the Lakers you know dropped from what was it? It was what like seventh in defense, twenty seventh, and I mean I got all these stats and then all the context and everything, and you know most like i would say 70 percent of the comments were like yeah you know you actually changed my mind and 30 percent were like yo he's still a lonzo airball he can't shoot and even in my video i said yo i made fun of his shooting i made i made fun of the fact that he was shooting 26 percent from the free throw line you know how bad you have to be to shoot 26 <laughs> percent from the free throw line at one point like during half the season i was like come on so i made fun of that but no matter what you know people are always gonna find a way to be like oh Nah, it's like it's it's like they'll mention uh they'll mention yo Shaq had a better free throw percentage. <laughs> what, what type of? All right, cool. Like I wasn't talking about that, but cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people who come to NBA opinion YouTube videos are kind of 
you know, younger people coming to sort of borrow sports opinions. Like, I don't want to say it's the majority, but I think that's a very significant fraction, yeah. especially with I those people for, who get those sorts me, of uh, my audience is older. For me, my audience is older. I, like, I know there's a lot of young young people there, and you can't trust your YouTube analytics because everyone like shows that they're older, especially who are younger. They they pick older ages, but right. I don't know the conversations that like people be having. Like, are people say, "Yeah, I've been a fan for like 20 years," and it's like coherent arguments. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like an eight-year-old being like, "Yo, you're stupid, man." He, Shaq has a better Shaq can shoot better from three than Lonzo. Like, uh, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't know if this eight-year-old, you know, saying all that. I really don't see that. Yeah, I mean, your videos do a pretty good style of walking the line between that sort of laid-back energy and that sort of concise, argumentative, convincing energy. Yeah. And you don't do anything like hyper-sensational. Have fun with it. I mean, honestly, is. you can get bored with your own content. So you kind of kind of spice things up and always try to improve on it in some way. Oh, yeah, that's that's sure. how I came to that point. Right. I definitely sort of operate under the the same pretense. Like my my little yeah. self goal is uh, to make every episode slightly better than the last in some way, shape, or form. Of course. You know, I'll, I'll yeah. listen to my finished product uh, repeatedly before publishing just to make sure that it is a. Uh, how I exactly how I imagine it to be, so to say, because yeah. you know when you sit there and edit yeah. it and listen to bits and pieces over and over again, it's like a song. It just starts to lose all of its meaning, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, and it gets mad annoying to hear your voice, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was uh, actually trying to listen to the Yandi leak on my phone and to like go through all like the downloaded files on my phone through the VLC app and yeah. stuff. And after it played the album, it started playing like a voice recording of myself. And I didn't even recognize it at first because it just immediately started blending into the background. I was like, wait, what is this? And I looked, and it was like the first voice recording I had on this phone. I'm like, oh, crap. Man, no, it's like, <laughs> bro, I, like, people don't understand. Uh, my roommate, um, he's he watches my videos. Like, he'll always try to be first, which is so sad because I tell him, like, he's sitting right next to me when I'm cl- quickly, um, clicking making it public. He's sitting next to me. And he still doesn't get first, which I feel so sad for. I'm like, he's right there. Uh, and this happens all the time. And I always tell him, yo, can you can you not – can you go to your room and, like, play this play the video? Because I don't want to hear it. Like, I, you know, I just worked on it for maybe, like, 10, 15, 20 hours. And I just, I just don't want to hear it at this point. So I'm like, yo, can you, just, can you just go to your room? And he'll look at me and he'll be like, all right, man, I understand. And he'll just, he'll just like do a sad walk and I'll be like, bro, I, I can't take my, I can't take my voice. I, you, you, you can have, you can hear all you want in your room, man. As long as I can't hear, you know, we could put some headphones on if you want. Like, I just don't want to hear it. And that, yeah. So That's if like, I ever went, whenever I hear my voice, like, I'm just like, ah, oh. That's a, disgusting. you have that sort of support from your family though. I think it's a, it's pretty, uh, I guess funny or just whatever positive adjective you want to pick yeah. uh, that your little brother uh, gives you that sort of support. Cause I no, feel no, like my roommate, my roommate, my roommate, not my little brother, man, where did I get my that roommate. twisted up? All right. Fine. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so yeah, I live in an apartment in New York city. So it's my roommate. Yeah. Okay. Well still shit. That's even better than having like a little brother. <laughs> that's, that's a, yeah, that's yeah. actual support that like an adult chooses to make, not just, you know, a kid that's oh, like, yeah, attached yeah. to you making just yeah. with the, well, going well, with we're calling adults 18, right? 18 plus we're calling adults 18 plus here. Yeah, I think that's the law. <laughs> you know, we said full adult is like 21 plus, right? Like it's like really, yeah. because you know, like, okay. I, what I mean by full adult is you get to be fully an adult when you're 21. 
you're not really fully an adult when you're 18. You're an adult. You know, you're you're a young adult when you're 18. Yeah, it's like we'll take you to jail. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you're 18, but it we just want to give you something to make you feel happy. So we'll just let you drive. You know, I think that's a good good compromise. We'll just let you drive. We're calling you adult and let you drive. But 21 is really the age when you can go all crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's when you get your booze and your weed in the legal states. 18, it's like all right, you've been driving for a little while. I think it's time you start voting. <laughs> so, yeah it's, it's like okay cool I, 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 cool and the crazy reason. thing is like no one really cares <laughs> about the voting to be honest it's like not many people like i would say minority people are like yes i can vote now like oh yeah when people are 21 it's like yeah i can drink that's that's real but voting no one's like no one's screaming like yeah i can vote like no yeah, just a bunch of poli nerds which is definitely like less than 20 percent of the population so yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm 20 years old so i'm still not at the 21 stage yet yeah so me and you are like the freaking old men in this game here i feel like most of the people who are making like independent nba internet content type stuff for like yeah. teenagers still uh for the most part like i know rusty buckets just turned 20 uh emio is uh yeah. even older than i am i'm almost 24 uh, but Emmy, the Emmy oh, storyteller, he's he, oh, wow. yeah, he's in his thirties. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like it's a lot of kids. I just turned twenty last week. Yeah, congratulations, happy birthday! One, one year Thank away you. from being a, a full adult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I still probably I won't drink to be honest. Like, I don't have an interest in drinking. Like, I've never drank. No, I, I just don't that. have an interest. Like, all my friends, we they <laughs> we have we throw parties in, in my apartment all the time. Like, we we everyone's drinking yo they come in my room because i have like a huge setup in my room like and like they you know we they drink on my table they do all that we drink in my room i just don't drink no i feel that i prefer the uh um, yeah. the organic compounds which are inebriated rather than the the ones which we brew. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, whatever, whatever works with you, you know. That's, I think that's what, respect that, right? So, yeah. just l- let me be a degenerate in peace. So, uh, <laughs> so you say you your first video to eclipse ten thousand views was one which you uh, you covered the NBA news cycle rather than did two uh, K videos. So, would, would you say yeah. that's probably like a like something which you would have decided to change sooner? Or would if you could go back and change something, like give your former self a piece of uh, advice regarding your creative career or hobby, however you want to call it, uh, what would yeah. that be exactly for you? I don't, I don't necessarily say like immediately change to NBA YouTube because I think it was important to kind of organically fall in love with it rather than say yo do this because that it wasn't it wasn't more news based. It was more I had an opinion about it. And so I wanted to get that opinion out there, which wasn't a popular opinion at the time. So I thought, you know, let me talk about it because I think people could see it this way. Because even to this day, my goal with videos is to get people to like two things, have fun with the video, you know, and have fun either laugh or learn something and just have fun with whatever I'm presenting. And then two is to look at something in a different way that they previously didn't look at. For example, it doesn't have to be a stat that opens your eyes. It could be, it could be context. For example, uh, for example, you could talk when I just go back to Lonzo Ball because I think this was really relevant. Was you know a lot of people don't realize that Lavar was saying that you know Luke Walton kind of slowed down Lonzo's growth. And if you look at then you look at that context, you look at okay, Lonzo was really good in UCLA. Then Lonzo randomly got less aggressive when he came to the Lakers out of nowhere. Like he was not the same person. Then you look at you know. 
from there, then you start looking at the stats and going deeper into when he's plays over 30 minutes a game, he shoots better. When he plays less than 30, he shoots worse. You know, all those things. As long as you can show in some way that, oh, this you changed my perception of this player, I'm happy with it. And that's what exactly, back then, that's what happened. Jimmy Butler, it was, yo, the trade's not bad. Let me explain why. Because you get Zach Levine, you get Laurie Marketing, Chris Dunn's not that great, but you can take him. And that is still my goal to this day. So as a piece of advice, I would probably say more learn the SEO, like search engine optimization, all the algorithm stuff earlier. Because I remember when I was doing I was doing 2K, I didn't even, I think I put like five tags. I put NBA, NBA 2K 17, pink diamond or diamond pack opening. I think that was like the only tags. So I would say learn that more because mm-hmm. the main, um, the passion will come. Like if you have, if you like doing something, you'll naturally kind of gravitate towards it. And once you find that, then it's really about search engine optimization. To be honest, right? So it's it's you wouldn't go back and say like you know oh continue doing everything exactly what you're doing per se, but no. you would you would only change the sort of things which are like a more workish and less less uh, exactly yeah. exactly because. I think I'm a very firm believer in you should do what you love, right? You shouldn't just do something for the like for the money or the fame. You should do something because you like to do it. And if you like to do it, no matter what you're doing, if you're getting zero views or if you're getting a million views, it's still, it's still like you like to do it at the end of the day. So you can take the zero views or you could you could take the, the low points of it. Because YouTube's up and down things. So you could take the low points and then you could ride the high points, right? So I think... I wouldn't tell myself anything different because I like doing 2K and I still like 2K to this day, right? So I wouldn't change that. I would learn, I would just tell myself more of the business side of things, more of the nitty gritty details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you go about teaching yourself about SEO and uh, things like changing the Ooh. metadata and whatnot like that? Uh, I know for me, it's a lot more like a trial and error sort of thing. Uh, less like yeah, a, yeah. You know, take some master class for six weeks and figure it all out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I wish there was a master class for six weeks. Um, <laughs> uh, like that would be, I think that would sell out immediately. You, you know, um, um, MKBHD retweeted uh, a tweet which was, "What is what is the most uh, what profession do most people want to be?" Right, and mm-hmm. the number one thing was YouTuber slash blogger in the U.S. and U.K. Oh yeah, for sure. That's that number one. So I, I think that a masterclass, a masterclass in SEO. Oh my god, that would sell out. Like you, you have one YouTuber. You, you might someone who's a little more knowledgeable and not just like fame based. I would say maybe mm-hmm. someone like Casey Neistat. If he, if he does, if he does that, I think that that would sell out, right? So, um. Yeah, but Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Imagine the revenue on that. Right? Oh my God. Casey, Ma- Casey like Neistat a... masterclass of clickbait and search engine optimization. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, I would pay like two hundred dollars for what, that. What, what if one of your classes was literally clickbait? Like the title of it was clickbait. I, it's, it sounds like wow. it's clickbait in itself, and thus it is compelling. <laughs> <laughs> but is it really click? It, but the conundrum is if it's really talking about clickbait. Is it really clickbait? <laughs> see, see, I mean, you're talking about it. You see, like, I, I'm not even getting into that. I mean, Too many you layers for me, man. My brain's not that powerful. Brain's that and we were like, we were like, yo, that's not clickbait, but it is clickbait, but it's not. <laughs> but it, like, it was going back and forth. So I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, how I figured out SEO was research. I mean, not even experiment, like experimental research. 
which obviously I use to fine tune it, but more, which it's not a good idea, but reading, I don't know how many hours I spent, but reading articles on articles on articles on articles on all the things that people say do on SEO. And from there, taking what made most logical sense and looking at what other people did. So for instance, I would see an article that says, okay, uh, you should, you should definitely make your titles no longer than 70 characters or have the most important stuff less than 70 characters because it gets cut off. Right. So then what I would do is I would go into YouTube. I would see, I would count the characters on YouTube and be like, Oh, it's only 70 characters. What this article is saying is making sense. So I wouldn't just trust every article, what they were saying and be like, Oh yeah, that's exactly what they're saying. It has to be true. But I would read it and then look at, okay, what is this person doing? What are the tags that they're using? Is it lining up with the strategy that this article is saying? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And then after that, I started using it, like, you know, as I gained more and more. And typically what I th- thought was right was actually right. So then it wasn't more a, tri- a trial and error. It was more learning more and it's just applying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a, a really uh, thoughtful method of, like, giving a shit and trying to learn something. Cause I feel like when most people try to learn something, they're like, Oh, you know, I watched an hour of YouTube videos and read two things. I feel confident at least enough yeah. for me to talk about this thing yeah. in any way. <laughs> and oh, then they man. said, I learned something. I've talked to people like that, which is crazy. Like no offense to um, smaller channels, but you know, I was in a, I was in Vegas for CES, which is like a tech convention. And, uh, I was in the studio and, uh, one of my friends who edits other people's videos, he was editing this video for a guy who has like seven subscribers, which I'm not, I'm not trying to show any hate towards smaller channels because I've met smaller channels. One of my best friends on YouTube, I think he only has 2.5 thousand subscribers. Like he's like still my boy, Mm -hmm. but um, like this guy has seven subscribers and he's, he's asking me for advice and I don't really know him like that. Like I've met him like, that day so i don't really know him like that so i'm just giving him like general advice you know like like what i say like love what you do and do what you love type of uh things and then he's like you know he's he's talking to me about seo like he knows it but he doesn't but anything i would say he's like yeah i know i know that i know that i'm like then why are you asking me man like, it's just <laughs> You, you yeah. apparently know all this tri- tips, you know tips, tips and tricks. You know all of it. So, <laughs> the, you know, people. Yeah, I've agreed with you. People think that people look at the YouTube lifestyle and they think it's easy, but there's a lot of work that goes behind it, right? It's it's like any sort of profession. You learn how to do it. So, I I think if people, if you could just search up all these articles, I I don't know how many articles I must have read, but I know it's somewhere in the hundreds. So. If you if you read that many articles and you're analyzing about twenty to thirty YouTube channels closely, then and you still don't find something, then come back to me and say, I tried every I tried whatever I could and I still didn't get it. But if you do all that, I think you'll learn a lot by that point. And not the hour of watching YouTube, uh, not the not the one video on how do I grow my YouTube channel, not that video. No, no, not just that. <laughs> I hate when people are like, yo, that video that video taught me everything. I'm like, no. no. Step one, make it, good content. It, it, At the source of all success on the internet, it's good content. <laughs> so if you're not yeah, like, what, good content. What is, what is, <laughs> yo, it's, it's like the number the only, the one, the number one way to grow your YouTube channel. Or this is the way to grow your YouTube channel. And it'll be like. This all caps. Just, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll, it'll literally be like, um, show the face in the thumbnail. I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Like, like someone who, who, if you study a little bit of psychology just for your profession, just a little bit, you might have realized emotion generates interest. <laughs> whoop de doo Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, but, um, yeah, so there are a lot of people like that, but like I said, like, if you read all those articles and look at what other people are doing, you'll find something. So mm-hmm. I guess that's, a, I guess that's a little bit of a tip for anyone listening that's trying to start a YouTube channel. I get a lot of those too. I get a lot of DMs like, can you look at my YouTube channel? And I do for a, probably about 50% of those just because, and I'll be, I'll give them one comment, but just listen to this podcast instead of DMing me. That's much easier. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's honestly like a sort of my, one of the goals I have with this podcast is because, you know, I want to talk yeah. about NBA news and stuff like that too. And you yeah, know, yeah. eventually I'd like to be able to talk about just like news, news in general and like the super long of term. Course. But in the short term, I oh, feel like there's yeah. this, uh, this gap in the, in the marketplace of, of internet ideas, right. Where there's oh, yeah, plenty yeah. of how to's on doing everything. But I feel like for doing like newbie sports stuff, there's not really a lot of, yeah. uh, instructional videos on, you know, making oh, a high quality no. basketball video per se. Oh so, no, no. And it's good to be a niche. Oh my bad. It's good to be a niche. That's my that's my chair hitting. That's <laughs> the... a dog barking in the distance. <laughs> oh no no! It's my chair hitting my table. It should lower. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Well, when we started, the cicadas were going off really bad. They, they've uh, calmed down. Oh, you see, now. I turned off my AC. Like I have like a I don't have a central AC in my apartment, mm-hmm. but I have a like a built-in AC, and I turned it off just so we could get the crisp audio quality oh, um, yeah. i appreciate that but, um, detail that's what it takes uh, oh, to make it course. big in the biz yeah, <laughs> yeah dude i know bro I, I like for me luckily even though i use logic pro to edit my audio audacity does a surprisingly good job with all background noise if it's constant oh, yeah. it does an amazing job Oh yeah, for sure. You gotta know how to so like, like properly sample the the incorrect audio that you're trying to you know. Oh yeah. See, I, what, my my go to is leave like five ten seconds in the beginning of just pure silence. Mm-hmm. Like use not speaking and let it gather in all of the background. Leave like ten seconds and then sample that. Mm-hmm. If you sample that, it's definitely gonna get everything but your voice. So uh, for newer creators, uh, what do you yeah. recommend as far as like when the thoughts come in about worrying about details, like the background noise in your videos, do you think it's more important yeah. to pump out like a perfectly polished product in the very beginning? Or do you think it's more important to get those initial reps in and just make the content at all in the first place? So for a smaller creator, I will say this, you'll, you'll, whatever video re- you release, you will look back at it in two years or even a year, or even six months and say, that was shit. Like you, like I look at my videos that I did in, uh, November, December. And I'll be like, man, that's not that good. Like compared to what I'm doing now, I'm like, that's not uh, like, I'm like disgusted with myself. If I look at my video, that first video I released, hell no. I would never recommend that to anyone. Were you, are you kidding me? Like, no, like, <laughs> no if you, someone told me yo i can get you a million views in that video i'm like no d- don't don't seriously don't i don't i don't want that um but so i would say as a smaller creator do what you can you know in those things like for example background noise do what you can but if it's not perfect perfect as long as you're okay with it just get it out there the, the main thing is to get content out there 
in a comfortable rate for you as as long as you're okay with it just get it out there you will con- you will improve as long as you have a passion for it you will want to improve but the main thing that i think people hesitate with is let me get that first video to be perfect and it's never going to be perfect so get out there first and then you know worry about the details later word so uh what is the future of your youtube channel and like your internet uh content creation career look like for you so i just went i just came back from a vidcon in uh california and uh i was at a house of a bunch of youtubers in anaheim and then i stayed at a a mansion in uh, hollywood hills oh yeah a lot of uh a lot of uh, business business meetings and talks. Right now, what I'm focusing on, apart from the content side of things, is trying to get, I guess, more type of types of content, like rather than videos, out there for you. So, mm-hmm. for instance, I'm thinking of starting a, like a exclusive podcast where I just talk about basketball, like my opinions on topics on basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people ask for that. So doing something like that, uh, trying to get a merch out there because I feel like I, I'm a little overdue at this point. I should have, I should have already had merch, but <laughs> uh, yeah, getting that out. And then I'm um, trying to, I guess not, not do sponsorships, but more like partnerships with specific brands that can give opportunities. Like uh, for example, maybe fly someone out to a game or, uh, give you guys free gear, stuff like that. Um, like, it's not t- I'm talking with, uh, it's like hush hush, but I don't know where this will go, but I can say it. I'm talking with people from right now to yeah. see what can be done on those type of fronts. So I don't know where that's going to go, but those are the type of things I'm like kind of directing it towards. <laughs> I got you. Well, uh, I'll uh, yeah. I'll be sure to bleep out all the all the the, the classified information there. In the, in you the could edit. just say I'm talking with bleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking with bleep to get you guys gear. How about that? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'll do it for you. You can add, you can actually add that. Yeah. I'm talking with bleep for all the gear that you guys want. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Hey, less 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 work for you, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm all about less work for me. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. MJ, I really appreciate you uh, giving me a little bit of your time, man. This has been a whole lot of fun. Uh, remind the people. Oh, again, yeah, man. It's, it's a long time over, dude. We were talking about this months ago. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm glad we could finally yeah. get around to it. Maybe I could have you on again sometime. We could shoot the shit about some basketball stuff and not the uh, the basketball creator stuff when the season gets going. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I'm down. I mean, I love talking about basketball. I could talk about it like 24-7. I talk about it with my friends all the time, which is I think it's borderline healthy at this point. But I talk about it all the time. I, even bef- like even if I'm talking about a video, like I'm talking about video ideas, I'll talk about it with my friends and even my like mom. I'll be like, "Yo, you know what happened in the NBA?" And she'll be like, "What?" I'll be like, "Yo, Kawhi Leonard, you know, he wants the Clippers." And she'll be like, "What? What? what? The Clippers?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know it sucks." And then he ruined the Lakers, and that's exactly what my video was on. But like, I'll talk. I, I talk about it all the time, so I'm down. Yeah, I feel that my uh. A co- about a year ago or so, my coworkers and friends all mutually gave me the idea of just like, hey, man, you talk about basketball so much. Why don't you just do that? Like, do that, like, as your thing, you know? Like, yeah. do a podcast yeah. and videos or something. I was like, oh, wow, that's that's actually a pretty okay idea. Find a, find a way <laughs> to, to, to do what you like and then somehow to make money off of it, right? So 
I would like the, the way I go about like philosophically with money is that like do what you want, be good at it, and then the money will follow, right? So don't be don't try to go for more money, but get what you deserve, if that makes sense, right? So oh, yeah, I think absolutely that I think so. If you like what you do, then it'll follow, right? It'll, it'll eventually follow. So right. yeah, you tell your friends, yeah, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, start something. You could start with some ear pods. <laughs> you, could like be, I uh, you could be just like uh, my boy uh, Noah, who currently makes all of the videos on his phone. <laughs> Jesus, that, I don't know about that. Like you could do it. I just think that's just more work. No, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm, I respect to him on the grind, but on a phone, the, oh, the yeah. amount of wow. Yeah, wow. it's a it's it's a it's a hustle. His videos are not bad at all either. I mean, he's he's, he's really seemed to a uh, to have gotten it down. Uh, grab it, I, hey, props to him for that. I would just say if you can get a laptop, just to make it easier. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be better, but just to make it easier, yeah. <laughs> I recommend that. But props, sure props, to, props to Noah, man, yeah. for doing it on the phone. Yeah. Well, uh, MJ, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, man. Uh, of course, man. Of course. And let me know when you want to talk about basketball. I'm always down. Most definitely will. Talk soon.